Not you, but I'm thinking another flood isn't such a bad idea. All in favor of just a total earth cleansing, say aye. The Kate Daly Show starts now. The universe and the galaxy are young, measured in thousands of years, not millions or billions of years. Many times people ask me, them say, well, Major, you believe in a young earth, a 6,000-year earth. Can you show me that that's true without using the Bible? And I say, absolutely. What's the oldest living thing on the planet? The oldest living thing on the planet. Trees. How old are the oldest trees? 4,500 years. That takes us back almost exactly to the year of the flood, okay, in 2,500 B.C. Number two, I'm saying, look at the sky. Uh, uh, we call solar nebulae. A solar nebulae is uh, what we see from a supernova when a star explodes. It leaves a gas cloud. Because of our radio telescopes that we have now today, we can look deep into space and we can actually count the number of solar nebulae that are there. And how many are there? A supernova a, 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 takes place about once every 26 years. How many solar nebulae do we have? 6,000 years worth? That's impossible in a universe that is billions and billions of years old. And we, the world is filled with limestone. Limestone is sedimentary rock. It precipitates out of water. The entire earth was filled with water. Every mountain chain in the world, including Everest, has sea life on top of that mountain. The mountains rose out of the water, so we know that there was a worldwide flood. Love that clip from Major Coleman, Christian professor. Um, welcome to the Kate Daly Show. So happy to have you today. We kind of have a special edition of the show today, don't we? Apparently. Yeah. Apparently we do. Uh, Dr. Pesta will join us next week. Today, uh, we're actually joined by um, by a favorite guest that we've had on the show before. And if you guys remember, the, the liner coming into the show was, um, you know, the, is the, the earth needs another flood, you know, in a joking way. But really, truly... It probably does. <laughs> anyway, um, and the person that brought that up on the show was uh, Gary Wayne, who is a Christian historian and um, love to have him and his insights. If there's anyone that, that studies, oh, my gosh, the, 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 the scriptures and comes up with insights, it's uh, Gary Wayne is amazing. How are you, Gary Wayne? Doing very well and uh, so happy to be yeah. back with you again this afternoon and very much looking forward to uh, hopefully another eyebrow-raising conversation. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Gary was the one that got us to, you know, really brought in the conversation about why did the flood have to happen? What was the reason behind it? And it really uh, sparked a lot of conversation and a lot of emails to me. Um, so I really love that. First, we, we must start out, though, talking about the Super Bowl. I mean, Super Bowl and the Super... <laughs> The super extraordinary nothingness that happened over most of the Super Bowl um, and the strange uh, Taylor Swift and her little witchcraft buddies uh, that were hanging out with her. And also just the whole. Did you watch it, Uncle Milty? I No, I you know, I got in a lot of trouble. <laughs> yes. Well, I drove across the Nevada border to place a bet on the Super Bowl. Uh huh. And they started arguing with me that the Portland Trailblazers were not in the Super Bowl. <laughs> That's about how I feel about it. <laughs> All righty. Uh, so I went. So I was watching it, and um, just it was a it was a it was a strange one. It was very boring. Uh, so they're calling it the Super Bowl. But um, Taylor Swift, uh, you know, everybody's always looking for all the occult messages. You didn't see them as prevalent as they were bef in 
Super Bowls past in this one. Usher was the um, the addition uh, to the, you know, he was the halftime show. And his it was a little rough. I agree with Matt Walsh. It was a little rough. The whole the whole entertainment thing was a little bizarre. And um, but it wasn't like it was before. But um, Taylor Swift had a friend. And by the way, they did get the money shot of Taylor Swift and her boy toy, Travis Kelsey, hugging at the end. And that was the picture they've shared over all of the Internet today. And all the news organizations were told to share. Did I say told to? Mm -hmm. Anyways, uh, told to share. Um, But Little Ice Spice was throwing up little um, um, demonic uh, symbols with her hands during the game. Do you know what that was, Gary? The little horns? Yeah, with the, with the hand signal, yeah, and yeah. sometimes it's done, you know, with typically the baby pinky and the thumb. Yeah, uh, Sometimes up, that? sometimes down. Uh-huh. And there's a number of meanings for it, but from the occult perspective, uh-huh. that's two, two horns of a bull. Okay. And so when we look at the uh, bull cult, mm-hmm. um, and Skull and Bones, people from that organization would use that as well. And I'll come back to that in terms of <laughs> of uh, some connections. But that bull cult is like the bull cult of Egypt. And mm-hmm. that this is the antediluvian religion that crossed the flood that, we, that you were talking about. Mm-hmm. And there's an interesting term, as spe- specifically as it relates to the Bible and, and females doing it, uh, this is uh, understood as a bull, as in a bull, as in Baal or El of the mm. Canaanite pantheon, and the and the mother goddess, the fertility goddess, Ashtaroth Carnean, and that means the two horns of Ashtaroth of that deity, from the female mother mm. goddess aspect of it, and uh, you know the two cities of Ashtaroth were. Um, of Ashtaroth in Bashan of Mount Hermon, mm-hmm. uh, where Baal held his council of the gods, this Mount Saphon in the Ugaritic text, also Sion, Sirion, a few other names in, in, in the Bible, and of Edrai, where her two mm-hmm. cities, those are the two cities of King Og. So the spurious offspring like King Og, the last of the Rephaim after the flood, mm-hmm. versus the Nephilim, was considered a spurious offspring, and... In the Ugaritic text, the Rapiu, the Rapium, the RPM in Old Semitic, the Raphaim, where that Hebrew word comes from, were considered bulls as well, both female giants and male giants. And so it's part of the bloodline symbol of those bulls as well. And that mm. bull symbol with those two horns is the place where the sun disk right. rests particularly wow. in Egyptian religion as it relates and, and the bull cult, but also with the Canaanite cult and other cults. So when you see that, you'll see images of that type of image also with the sun cult variously. So it has a lot of meanings mm-hmm. in terms of what they're going to be using it for. And sometimes they'll also sort of take that inverted understanding of the glyphs of a, of a male with a triangle that comes to a point that's open at the end like mm-hmm. an x yeah and then the v is the top part that upward would be representative of the mother goddess 
mm-hmm. downward with the point up would be the male symbol of those horns. And so, and there's just layers and layers and layers of the meanings that go into it. It's just, you could go yeah. on endless with wow. how many meanings they embed into well, those types of things. Now you know why I asked Gary Wayne <laughs> to <laughs> come on today. I love it. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk, so thank you for that. That was a whole lot of insight. I love it. The other thing I wanted to talk about was two different ads. Number one, you saw a Pfizer ad um, as it was sort of talking through the voices of history. And then it mentioned that its next fight is going to be cancer for everybody. Hmm. And uh, so you guys can draw all those conclusions as you know, as we've been talking about this for three years now. Um, and uh, that was their next fight uh, because a lot of people were, are going to come up with cancer. So that's yeah. where the crystal ball is. Yes. At Pfizer. They an- yes, they announced <laughs> that. And then also there was a uh, there was a ad where Christ is washing or not Christ. <laughs> um where people are washing people's feet. And it came across as, you know, it was from hegetsus.com and it was also an ad to show that um that look, you know, um we all need to be kinder and nicer and and it was a pastor washing the feet of a transgender and it was all these different di- different combinations of people. But I don't know if they truly understood why Christ did what he did. Um, considering that the slaves, the, the Gentiles used to wash the feet as before dinner time. And, and so you might want to explain that, Gary, because in my view, the, the thing that I said to my husband was the same thing that Abby Johnson came out with. And that was when I was watching it, it said, he gets us. And I thought my husband immediately goes, he gets us. We're, you know, and I said, yeah, we're supposed to get him. That's what the message should have been is we get him. We want to be like him, not he gets us and comes down to our level is that we go and rise to his level. And so it was a really strange um, ad campaign to me. I know it was trying, but it was very weird. And it was the CEO of Wendy's. And um, I think the board member from Hobby Lobby was on that. But it's from a Come Near Near Foundation or Come Near organization is running this ad campaign now. So... Can you describe to people why Christ washed the feet? Yeah, it's it's a symbol of um, it, it, respect mm-hmm. and cleanliness and being cleaned mm-hmm. and holy because you're walking on holy ground of the Messiah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just as when Moses was sort of approaching the burning bush, he had to be made clear in terms of... Uh, how that was going to mm-hmm. come about and sure. and who they were. And just as Isaiah, when he had a vision, uh, one of the seraphim angels took a stone from the fiery altar to put on the lips and to take away the sin. And so that's part of all of that sort of allegory that's in it. And also Jesus had his feet washed as well mm-hmm. um, by by the disciples as a symbol of uh, as a great teacher and a master, they may not have understood and probably, and most of them didn't, maybe Peter did at some point, obviously Mm -hmm. with his comments, but, Mm -hmm. um, they wouldn't have understood him to be the Messiah, let alone what was the meaning of the Messiah. It's one thing to have a meaning of the Messiah, but as the word of God and as the, um, you know, Jehovah, the Elohim Mm -hmm. is a significant Mm -hmm. upward understanding, which I'm not convinced they had at that point that point until after the crucifixion. Mm. And so this is not something that is done lightly. This is right. done um, the in preparation. 
Doesn't it have something, something to do? Special. Doesn't it have something to do with being repentant and not? I mean, it's interesting yes. to me how they show this, and it's like no matter what the sin is, it's sort of okay, and we wash each other's feet to show yeah. kindness. But he was showing his love for his disciples, and the disciples were trying to be like him. Yes, they want to be like him, and yes. we want him in us. It's not vice versa, yeah. as the commercial was talking about. Right. But that is a polytheist understanding of the Christ consciousness out of the New Age, mm. which is fine. People are free to believe whatever mm -hmm. they believe. Just research it and understand why you believe what you believe and make your choice, because everything's a choice in, the, in, the, in this world that we live in. So and that they, that is the understanding of they want to be like him, mm -hmm. but in the physical world. So they actually want to be like little gods, right? right and right. have the power over everything as, as a little God. So it's, it's, it's kind of in, it, in how it's sort of set out there. Yeah. They're taking the whole meaning and they're reimagining it mm -hmm. in imagery and taciturn it, language that the occult understands. Right. And you become sort of part of this kind of ritual yeah. uh, that is being done in front it, of you. You don't even realize it, but you're it, participating in a polytheist ritual. And that's fine if that's what you yeah. want to do. It's like somebody that you didn't know. read the Bible that's telling you something from the Bible. That's how it, <laughs> that's how it felt last night. Be right back more with Gary Wayne and Uncle Melty on the Kate Dallas. Hey, everybody. Elections in Taiwan, North Korea on the brink, Iran increasing its aggression in the news today. There's a lot of global instability as we ourselves are sort of plunging into this election season. And have you sheltered your savings investments from potential major setbacks to the economy? It's not too late to diversify into a uh, an IRA or 401k into gold. So get that backed up into gold with gold, uh, with Birch Gold Group. They are incredible at what they do. I really love these guys. I love the information. All you have to do is text 989898 and text my name, Kate. How easy is that? And they'll give you some free information and then you can pursue that and do it at no cost. I don't know of anything better. <laughs> so uh, please, uh, if you're worried about the financial instability coming, you probably should be a little worried about it. It is on the heels of, of it being implemented right now. Please go and do this. Text 989898. Claim your free info kit and protect your savings with gold right now. Thanks, you guys. Put in the code Kate. Put in my name, Kate, when you text 9898. This is the Kate Daly Show. Hi there. Welcome back. Hey, Daly Show. Make sure you go and text Birch Gold 989898. Uh, text my name, Kate. There's a lot of things happening with the digital dollar, and they're not talking about a lot of it. Birch Gold is. If you go to birchgold.com, but text them 989898, but it, be sure to include my name. That will get you some free information on what to do with your money. And a lot of people are wondering, what do I do right now? Because they can sense that we might have a collapse coming. They can sense that digital currency is coming in. What do they do when that comes in? Do they collapse the system to make that work? And uh, do you lose what you have out there? So make sure it's short up with gold. And that doesn't cost you anything to do, which is amazing, don't you think? So I'm giving you this option. When you're texting my name, Kate, to 989898, this is an option to be able to utilize this great thing to give you some peace of mind for free and the information's free. So 
you can decide to pursue that or not. And uh, make sure and do that, though. I would highly, highly recommend it. Also, Gary Wayne is uh, with us, and we're talking about, we're going to talk about so many uh, topics today because there's just so much to say with. Gary Wayne is such a historian, and there's so many, as you can tell, different ways to go. Um, I also um, wanted to talk about um, the, so we mentioned the Pfizer commercial, mentioning that everyone is, you know, that, that their next big fight is going to be cancer all around, maybe because of those shots, um, maybe because of a lot of things in our society. What was your, what's your take on that? Because you talk about the end times a lot, Gary. Yeah, I do. And especially in book two, that's uh, just to be about to come out for a release and book should be shipping this week uh, for book two. The title of the book, Gary? Oh, it's the Genesis 6 Conspiracy Part 2, How Understanding Prehistory and Giants Helps to Define End-Time Prophecy. Awesome. So it's an interesting book. I won't give you the elevator speech on it right now. I'll get right to the question. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we just went through significant pestilence. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's part of the sorrows, and they're going to start working together. And we saw the introduction of mRNA technology, digital technology, and vaccines that the big pharmaceutical companies made a lot of money on and so sort of looked for how they could make a cure for cancer and that sort of technology that is digital based that might go into even a higher level of digital technology down the road with all the AI and quantum computing and things that are going on and the thing to remember how does that connect into the end time well in Revelation 8 uh, 18 Mm -hmm. um, it talks about Babylon uh, deceived the nations through her sorceries. And Babylon is a great end-time universal religion that controls all of the oligarchs, all of the empires, a geopolitical, economics, a city, and a religion uh, of the whole world at that time. And that mm-hmm. word sorcery is the Greek word pharmakia. Yes. And two other words associated with it is pharmacus and pharmacos, which is the root word for pharmacy. And it means magical spells. It means alchemy. And it means, you know, drug mixtures. And so as we understand that going forward, expect technology that's going to be coming down through the pharmacia, through the pharmacies for the pharmaceutical companies that produce these these uh, diseases uh, and maybe even partly are causing them uh, in the larger sort of conspiracy. And I'm a conspiracy writer, so let's be clear on that. So it sort of makes some sense. I don't know if it's conspiracy, Gary. I think it's a connection to understand how how evil Satan truly is. I never never see myself as a conspiracy theorist, but that I'm starting to understand how just how deceitful, evil and manipulative he actually is. Satan actually is in this world. Yeah. I mean, yeah. D- devil uh, goes back to Diablos mm-hmm. and uh, an extension word out of Diablos in English is diabolical, right. evil genius. So we need to sort of understand there that. There you go. Yes. <laughs> the words are there. And this this type of technology, as they make billions and trillions on it, mm-hmm. why these Vaccine, that vaccination after vaccination, whatever format, and expect, as I say, for that to advance, has the ability to send messages to genes and start to do all sorts of things. And we have no idea what they're going to be putting in those messages or vaccines down the road, if they stay with the old technology, which I doubt, that will help seduce the people. It will numb them and prepare them for 
uh, deception so, so that they can do anything that they want yeah. and people are going to follow en masse. And if you defy the upcoming Babylon or Leviathan systems in the end time, you're probably going to face death and persecution. Well, amen to that. Uncle Milty sent me a video earlier of a lady um, selling, she was from Davos, selling her new pill. And you swallow the pill and it ignites um, this thing in your body, right? A battery. A battery in your body that basically makes you a conduit. And then you are, your identification, like instead of a a eye scan, instead of a thumbprint, it's just your body becomes the conduit. There's a lot of strange technology coming our way. We're going to head off to a break. More with Gary Wayne. We're going to be talking about so much today you are not going to want to miss this i'll be right back with gary wayne genesis 6 be right back hey guys go to the website look for fiq copper the recuperate copper product is amazing i've been taking it and i've got blood tests to prove how well i'm doing since i've been taking it also uh, i take the magnesium with it that's very important too so i also take their magnesium i ordered their whole c which i absolutely love and their cod liver oil if you need thyroid help that's a wonderful place to start with thyroid naturally so they have so many wonderful products but you have to click on the fiq um, ad at the bottom of kate daly radio And I hope you do so because you're going to get terrific prices on these products. And I believe in the delivery system of these products. They are amazing. FIQ is off the hook. Amazing. Try it out. This is the Kate Daly Show. Welcome back. Kate Daly Show. So happy you're with us. And uh, we've got... uh, the great Gary Wayne on with us uh, for a repeat visit. Genesis 6 is uh, the the wonderful research he's done. That's why we had him on the first time. The book 2 is about to come out. And of course, uh, get over to activatefiq.com. They actually have supplements that go into your body and work. Um, and their uh, delivery system and the way they absorb is different. There's a lot of supplement companies out there, but Activate FIQ has things that actually absorb into your body. So there's only a few supplement companies that I would actually use because of that activatefiq.com they're very careful in what they what they put in and what they don't put into supplements so you can trust this company um, make sure and put my name kate k-a-t-e and uh and you'll get uh, substantial savings there and i really appreciate all the work that they're doing same with mypillow.com what a great sponsor of the show uh stuck with me for a long time and they're just fantastic because no matter what when i have these sponsors they might not always agree with what i say but they do agree with free speech they do agree with the ability to say that these things and I so appreciate and love them mypillow.com code word is Kate Um, tell people about your book real quick your 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 book that's just about to drop Gary well it's a book that I said that I would never write and (laughs) why is that well because I thought you know I did book one and Mm -hmm. I thought you know there's other books that I would like to write and Mm -hmm. I actually was I, I started another book and I was struggling with it but the contact that I have the emails the social media I just at some shows I just answer questions for the live audience and there's, I didn't realize there was such a strong angst out there mm. that they wanted to be taught the whole Bible and that uh. they're only taught sort of the values and the principles in a church and they don't get the context of prehistory and how that ties into the end time. And they wanted a book that went deeper than anybody else has ever gone yeah. into the Bible about everything it says. You know, you can't write everything, but, you know, what it has to say about giants, demons, hybrid giants, 
fallen angels and how that hierarchy looks mm-hmm. and how understanding that context helps us to understand the end time. And a lot of the allegories and the overall context are in prehistory. So if we start to understand that the Adamites were created to create, to uh, to be the resolution to the angelic rebellion, everything starts to make sense. Oh, so true. Talk about, I just mentioned, we, we were talking about Davos, the lady with the uh, the little pill that you take, and it makes your whole body a conduit, a, a conduit for identification. Ugh. Oh, I can't imagine putting that in my body. Uh, did you want to speak to Davos? Yeah, I do. And mm-hmm. also it might be a conduit as they add more to it, to opening up portals to have entities enter into you is, is typically drugs and pharmacous and all of those magic spells sort of things as we were talking about is used to open up those avenues. They may call it as trying to bring in the divine at essence or the atma mm-hmm. or the brahman or whatever term that they want to use it but it's communicating with demons and you never want to let a demon in because they like to take control right so that's part of it now with the davos crew what's interesting about what you're talking about there is they're talking about a time when we're going to have this interlink between brains and uh, between yeah, brains of humans mm-hmm. and that we'll be able to communicate in a telepathic manner as in a hive mind. Right. And what's really also interesting about that is that they were talking about 2017 and 18 and they were a little bit ahead of their time. Uh, in terms of where the technology was, is that they said that this implant system that would hook into the brain to give you that hive mind, to give you immortality, to give you access to the divine essence and all of this knowledge in the world of multiple universes, the metaverses that they'll be promising, would come through the healthcare system and people would demand that for the diseases and the pestilence and the longer life that they're bringing about on on, on the world basis, not the longer life at that point, but all of the control catastrophes and then alongside of that not a week later I see Elon Musk who is is and I like Elon a lot but he is developing good AI and understand in polytheism they have white hats and black hats Mm -hmm. and they say the white hats have the better heart the better interests of humankind in mind and the dark hats just want to wipe us from the face of the earth to be remembered no more but they still worship the same pantheon of gods that is opposed to the God of the Bible, opposed to Jesus, and opposed to Christians and all people of monotheism. So they're not really looking after our interest. And so all of this technology is starting to come together that's in separate lanes that they're going to be bringing in together. And that hive mind aspect, that's part of the, you know, the occult. They believe that they had that. In fact, in the bloodlines, they like to talk about having that hive mind in prehistory with the queen bee as the mother goddess uh, at the top, and then you have the the patriarchal uh, drones, and then you have all the workers. Well, we're the workers, and but the giants had the ability, seemingly in their belief system, to have telepathic capabilities to do things that they couldn't do singularly. And what's interesting about that uh, is that I know I'm down a rabbit trail here, but mm-hmm. uh, in the in the time of the wars of the giants to take the conquest of the covenant land against the Raphaim, the Avim, and all the different names that I list in book two of all these different tribes and how we know they're giants, is that one of the things, one of the main things that God was providing to discombobulate those giants so they could come up and lop off their heads quite easily um, is hornets. 
Mm. And that were sent out to discombobulate them. And what's interesting about that is that hornets are the natural enemy of the bee. So oh, it's kind of interesting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, you know, the perfect uh, mm-hmm. enemy is is another type of insect with their hmm. metaphor for right. uh, their, their telepathy uh, and, and the gifts of, of, of the fallen angels. So we also want to we also want to be aware of that at Davos this year and mm-hmm. understand that the WEC, the Davos group, they are part of other groups that report into a specific organizational structure in what I call the Thelemic Tree in Book 2 that gives you the hierarchy of uh, the uh, secret societies in mm. the Committee of 300 Families in this right. case is where they report into, like the Bilderbergers do, like uh, the IMF does, like the World Bank does, everything that's sort of economic funnels through that Thelemic trunk organization. So it's all part of that polytheist um, mm-hmm. undertaking to bring about a global state with a global religion so that they can vibrate into uh, godhood and bring on their dragon messiahs. I like the detail from uh, Seraph from Bloodline, which is a serpent or dragon faced angel and the sort of celestial mafia godfather that they like to take their genealogies back to. And mm. so this is uh, this is the uh, the organization that is working with uh, governments now and all high level sort of people to to bring this about. So, wow. what they're talking about is what's coming, and we need to understand that. All right, Uncle Milty. You know, based on everything you've just said, do you think there's a connection with modern psychiatry and diagnoses of schizophrenia? that are just being used to hide the fact that demons contact us and try to persuade us to turn to evil. Interesting. Yeah, it's part of it. It's Mm -hmm. part of it to control that information. And there's more and more psychiatrists coming out that saying we can't explain Mm -hmm. some of these events. And some of them are actually saying, and of course, they usually end up getting pushed out of uh, practice because of it, um, that these are demonic spirits that uh, are causing people to do that. So Mm. this opening up of the portal is something that you don't want to, Mm -hmm. you don't want to do. Uh, But more and more of the technology and the drugs are designed to do that. Yeah. And we'll, we'll talk a little bit about the, the mark of the beast more too. And, and what you think that that might be. There's a lot of technology. We'll talk about that in the next segment as well, because there's a lot yeah. of things to know that are coming. And I fear that we're not, we're not letting our kids know about what's coming and we're trying to protect them from stuff. So they live this oblivious life, but it's not going to help them in the end. Doesn't mean you have to be all doom and gloom. It just means we, we need to prepare. Right. So I know we have yeah, about 20 so. seconds, but it's just, it's preparing yeah. them is important. Yeah, and there's this and there's this ritual that went on there where they had this uh, shaman from Central America, mm-hmm. uh, so a priestess that was doing the ceremony and she had this blood red triangle face on it like as if you would sort of dip into the drinking of blood and she went up in this ritual and was blowing into their foreheads through their gosh where that eye would We'll be we'll be right back more with Gary Wayne when we come back. Don't go anywhere. This is the Kate Daly Show. 
Welcome back. Hey, Daly Show. A special Monday for you. Dr. Pesto will join us next week. And uh, we have Gary Wayne on with us. Um, we're talking about a lot of things biblically centered. You know, the uh, Super Bowl, Super Bowl even had references uh, yesterday in commercials and all the all the rest. So I don't feel like we're too far off the mark. <laughs> um, and we're going to talk about that too, Mark of the Beast, because there are many people out there that probably listen to this show that are Christian and want to understand a little bit more. Gary uh, Wayne always comes to us with uh, with insights. Always good to hear him out. And Genesis 6 is the book. He's got the second book ready to drop and uh, goes into even more depth, which I love. And then um, I was also going to, I was going to ask you about this. I gave a, a talk uh, not too long ago um, up north um, in my state about about their ability to copycat the coming of Christ and how they're going to do that. And there's a couple of different scripture references. There's a chapter uh, 14 in Revelation that talks about like unto Christ, so the Christ with the sickle, and then it has the tribulations, and then it has the chapter where Christ is described quite differently with emphasis on certain words as he is the Christ. And so Christ even warned that there were going to be other Christs. There were going to be Christs. I'm uh, portraying him and these would not be good, obviously. Um, so what is your take on that? What is your take on their, on their desire to crush Christianity by coming up with their own version? Cause I tell people this that haven't thought of this before. Cause I say, look, you realize that Satan would never leave that alone. The biggest moment in Christianity is not going to leave that alone. He's going to do something to, um, to pervert it and something to try to destroy us using that that moment of Christ's return. Yeah, so if we understand that uh, all things that the, what I would call from a Christian perspective, the dark forces, they would call us the dark forces and Mm -hmm. themselves the light forces, but everything that they're trying to do is to lead you away from God, Mm -hmm. to slander God, not give God credit for anything, and to honor their pantheon of gods. Those are the goals. So when they want to create another counterfeit Christ, and there'll be many, as Matthew 24, Mark 13, and the epistles of John Mm -hmm. discussed, Mm -hmm. then we're going to see a number of false Christs. And we need to be aware of that. And then there's going to be one ultimate uh, false Christ that is going to do so many things that it's going to deceive even the elect if that were possible, and it is because we were warned. And the only two things that we're promised is that, A, we will go through tribulation, but what we are promised is that we will be saved from the wrath of God, which is the year of the Lord's wrath, Mm -hmm. and from the hour of trial that's recorded in Revelation uh, 3, and that this is the same hour that Jesus is talking about when he comes back, and this is the hour when the ten kings hand their... Uh, power over to Antichrist, and then he destroys Babylon, and in that same hour, Babylon is destroyed as in Revelation 14, and the details in Revelation 18, and the passage you were referring to was about 14 through about 19 or 20 in Revelation 14 with the sickle, and then... So they're going to do a counterfeit Christ, and they do that through the New Age concept of the Christ consciousness or the Hinduism of the avatar-avatara effect. Mm. And so Vishnu was the avatar for the avatara Buddha and provides the wisdom for Buddha. This is the Christ consciousness that they will sell these antichrists to Christians as the two Christs, that it's, they're all sent on the path to lead us to godhood. 
and the deceptions will just keep getting bigger. And the thing that Christians have to keep in mind is just don't be pointing at every president that comes along and says, that's the Antichrist. Right, right. <laughs> because so true. we lose our credibility. Uh, mm-hmm. And we won't know who the true one is until he's crowned in the temple at the midpoint of that last seven years, that hour that we're talking about. And he's going to need one that is so definitively Antichrist-like, including a counterfeit Armageddon, that it's going to be a deception that we can't imagine. And everything that's coming at us in the end time is we can't literally imagine. So Mm -hmm. the only way you can prepare yourself is to learn more and to try and understand the times that we're in, uh, lest you you make a Mm -hmm. bad choice. And whatever the choices we make, whether we choose to make a choice or not, it's still a choice. We're coming down to making that choice and that mark of the beast is the ultimate choice point. But Babylon will also present another choice as well, but it won't be accompanied with the mark, but it'll be sort of antichrist light. I know we have a few minutes left in this segment. You'll be coming on for the next hour too. This was planned months ago with Gary and I, and I'm so appreciative that you're here today um, because these are the things. I love this show because we're able to talk about anything on this show. Okay, we don't have to stick to politics because really and truly this is politics. All of this is shaped into politics, um, you know, down the road when we're talking about end times and right now. But the mark of the beast has to be pretty alluring for people to to want to get that. It has to be giving us something besides buying and selling as it's as it's uh, dictated. But but even beyond that, what is your take on mark of the beast? Still developing in separate lanes or trying to bring it to a nexus point. So it has to have AI, which is the big mm-hmm. panic out of Davos this year because it's not there yet and they have to double down and get it ready. Mm-hmm. You have to have quantum computing that can go into different dimensions that can work with AI. And they've been doing that with lots of scientific operations like at CERN where you've got quantum computing and AI that can go into dimensions and search Mm -hmm. uh, in multiple directions at the same time and multiple dimensions at the same time. You're going to need a crypto digital currency that works in conjunction with it that is still developing and the ability to have what they call in their layman terms the daemonic invisible algorithms to hide the true uh, money that's off the books and anything else that they're trying to do for the agenda which is also still developing and Mm -hmm. they're also going to need to be continuing to develop the access to the divine essence uh, to access Uh, all knowledge in the world or the atma particle that has all knowledge in their belief system that through quantum entanglement that sends all of that knowledge instantaneously through all dimensions and it's an invisible particle that they're searching for that merges with a particle you can measure at that level. So you have all of these types of things that are trying to be done to merge it into one system that, again, as the Davos people imagine as coming through the healthcare system and this, mm-hmm. this, this implant. And it can provide the two pillars for godhood and for the pillar for unlimited knowledge, which is their two requirements for uh, immortality. So... This is something that uh, is still developing, and I expect it's got more angelic technology, as I would like 
to mm. frame it as what was there before the flood that is still to be introduced and to be able to make that happen. Wow. We're going to come back in the next hour. Um, yes, he may take some phone calls in the next hour. Gary Wayne is with us, and uh, he has the special ability to go back and really look at uh, some of the historical context of the scriptures we read. And um, for all for the few atheists that might listen to this show, I'm sure you're learning too. So not to offend anyone, but you know, we have to learn these things. and We have to understand a little bit more about the scriptures. Um, I'm an avid reader. You're an avid reader. We're all three different religions. And here we are coming together to understand maybe the context of um, some of the things we've been reading with Gary Wayne. Be right back. Be right back. So just park the car. Be right back. And uh, of course, we'll be right back. KateDallyRadio.com. KateDallyRadio.com. Radio.com.